this is Angelo with Danceable Thoughts, and this is our weekly podcast. Hear it tonight, use it tomorrow. We're into 2023. This is episode two of our weekly podcast, all about ideas to help your rehearsal planning be more effective and efficient. Now, I'm going to gear this towards my friends who are in the Texas dance world who are pretty heavy right now into the contest and competition prep, but these kinds of ideas work for any planning that you might do. If you tuned into last week's episode, we were talking in a big overview about effective and efficient purposeful planning, and we talked about two-week windows. We talked about some kind of big ideas and then this is a little bit more specific this is something I talk about creating a daily agenda for your students and I want to start with the idea that even if you don't use this agenda with a lot of things that make you feel like you're writing a lesson plan but if you will just start with the concept of making yourself a visible to-do list that's going to be very effective for you and your students It can be something as simple as writing down the four things that you want to accomplish and the two extra things that if time permits you want to to get done. And you can actively go up there and you can strike them off when you get them done or circle them when you need to spend more time. Whatever system that you want to create, I suggest that you create the system and you use it consistently so your students get a mindset that says, we've got things to do, it's not just going to be a random day. One of my favorite kind of laughs, I don't know if I really want to think about laughing about it anymore, was when I taught school for all those years in dance class kids, and even though I had a whiteboard that had objectives and what we were going to do today, there was always one or two students that was that almost consistently you're going to walk in and say, hey, do we have to dress out today? You know exactly what student I'm talking about. Hey, what are we going to do today? And you just want to do that um, funny face from the uh, social media guy that does the hand gesture with the eyes and points. Well, I think every teacher experiences that when you've you've done everything that your administration has asked you to do, put, putting objectives and agendas and all those things up. I'm going to say you step out of that if that's giving you a little bit of trauma. I want you to step out of that mindset. I want you to think about the to-do list that you want to accomplish with your students. So as you are planning out your week, whether you have a 50-minute rehearsal, a 90-minute rehearsal, a special rehearsal where you're going to have extended time, I want you to think of it in thirds. And the strangest thing about that is I'm even going to subdivide those thirds in. So your warm-up time, easy enough to think about that. Your warm-up time, you're going to do some of the clerical work. You're going to take attendance. You're going to make announcements. You're going to do the reminders. That same information is probably going to be in some way repeated in the last part of your rehearsal as well. So even though that bookends your event at the beginning and the end, I want you to think about the clerical work that you have to do, the reminders, the administrative things that you need to do to make sure your dance members are all focused. Then secondly, I'm going to call it warm-up, but I want you to really think about the technique time that you're spending with your dancers, the movement that you want to focus on to see improvement. So when I say that, you think, oh, well, we have to warm up to get our muscles going. Warm-up should have more than just a physical quality to it. It should also have a mental and motivational quality to it. Some people need high-energy music. Some people need it to be calm. Um, I would say to you that you've got to be way more purposeful in whatever you choose as the accompaniment to your warm-up. It may not need to be the same thing every single day, depending on what you're focusing on. If you'll take the time to make that 
that warm-up and that technique time, even if it's just a set of movements across the floor, it make it more purposeful, you're going to be hitting on a couple of um, important tasks that will have benefits down the road. So you're teaching your students the discipline of a good warm-up. You're teaching them the discipline of mentally preparing for rehearsal. And then you're also expanding their um, movement knowledge. So take yourself into the mindset of what am I focusing on? So you're looking at, I know you're looking at your dances, your routines. You're thinking, I've got to get this section of this dance done and that section of that dance. we got to work on this. So take whatever you're going to focus on in the actual rehearsal part, not the preparation part, but the rehearsal part, and incorporate some sort of highlight in your warm-up, whether you're just going to say we're going to do a little extra set of tondus or degages or we're going to do some things to strengthen our ankles, we're going to do some releves. If you've already got that in your rehearsal, add the level of knowledge verbally that you can share with your students that they've got to think about how what they're doing in this warm-up is actually going to translate into success when they are rehearsing. Another thing that I want you to think about is when you are looking at your warm-up, you may, you may not need to do every single exercise every day, but there are certain things that you might be working on skill-wise as a universal focus for what you want your team to achieve in the long term this year. So there may be some non-negotiables. I've got to work on turns every day. We've got to work on flexibility every day. So really be very purposeful. Uh, I know when you are, as we talked about those administrative duties, those get in the way sometimes time of you doing excellent planning but if you would like to see a, a notif noticeable improvement in what's happening with your team I'm going to say to you it starts with that focus on the way you're preparing them each day again it could be something as simple as changing the music changing the tone changing the energy sometimes taking away the music um, that has to work in in your favor don't think about warm-up as necessarily just being um, something that they do while you're getting other tasks done. Make it something that contributes to what you as the director coach want to achieve. What? How does it match your objectives? Another concept that I have written down on the piece of paper for you, but I want to talk about it briefly, is something called a success measurement. In some, some circles, we might call it success criteria. Um, I want you to tell yourself in writing what will be the noticeable outcomes if you're going to have a successful rehearsal? What does that look like? And I use a phrase in a lot of my workshops, that which is measurable can be managed. So if you, can, if you want to get better, if you want to manage your team's improvement, you've got to find ways to measure that. We always think about measuring time, but I want you to think about how you measure how close you're getting. So um, I know you'll freak out if I use the term SMART goals because those of us who sat and listened to our staff development might freak out a little bit. But, you know, you want to think about what, what can you achieve in the time frame that you have. So you've got to be realistic about what you've got to accomplish in the time that you've got to accomplish. And then I also want you to know what success looks like. Is it 100% of your students um, nailing a, a specific skill? Everybody's going to do this turn without a bobble. Everybody's going to have this run through without a memory mistake. Is it something less than 80% because you're in the growth cycle? Is it not even close to 80%? Maybe because it's some new skill that you're adding in. So don't always think that everything has to be checked off the list at 100%. Just know that you've got to realistically evaluate what you can achieve in any given time frame. So think about what your success 
measurement is, what your success successful rehearsal looks like. And don't be pie in the sky about that. Be very realistic. You can get bigger and bigger with those goals, but if you're at the very earliest part of your preparation cycle, go small and achieve. So you're going to leave rehearsal feeling better, and so are your students. So then we talk about very specifically what's happening in your dances. I use a 4-2 uh, ratio, if you want to use that word that's often heard of in different worlds now in social media. I want you to think of four things that you absolutely must get accomplished in that rehearsal. So you are not at the easy three, you're not that at the high five, you are at the four, okay? I like the sim- symmetry of four corners of a box. You've got four points that you want to work on. So I want you to think about the four things in any given dance. So if you're working on the beginning of a routine, the middle of the routine, the end of the routine, what are four things that you want to achieve? Write those down. And then if time permits, give yourself a bonus of two other things to work on. So I think what you're going to find, the farther you get into using this and working with this and the more comfortable you get at pacing and all those types of things, you may find that the four things that you must accomplish, you're going to start getting done faster and faster each day. It's also going to help if you don't get yourself off track, that you stay with those four and then those extra two are there. Now, I got to talk honest. I would be that person who could get fixated on seven and eight of a a section of a piece of choreography or whether I wanted two levels, four levels, facing changes, because I loved to modify choreography. I loved it. It was like my bread and butter of my existence was to constantly manipulate choreography. There's a time and a place for that. And if you have a very short rehearsal, then you may say to yourself, I can only fix this particular section. And I've got myself two or three options I'm going to try. I actually would tell my kids or when I go to visit a rehearsal, I might say, okay, I want to see about modifying a certain section. Here's an option one. Here's an option two. And then I'd say, now show me the original. So we would compare option one, option two, and the original. We would make a make a, a temporary choice. We're going we're gonna to go with this change um, until I look at it again tomorrow. So think about that if you're um, a person like me who likes to make changes and manipulating that sometimes the things you're going to get accomplished might be changes to, rehearse, uh, to the choreography. And if you get really fixated on that, you will waste a lot of rehearsal time because of the infinite possibilities of changes you can make. So focus in. So when you have that balance of the four things that you want to get accomplished and the two things if time permits, this is also a time when you make your students feel amazing about this. So again, making your agenda visible in some way. I suggested to uh, a director, a friend of mine one time that when she was working in her classroom and not in a gym space, she wrote it with um, the you know the, the dry erase with markers. She wrote it on the mirror at the front of the room. And as she got things accomplished, she either wiped it off or drew a line through it and the kids felt the energy and the momentum of that and it became something they looked forward to they looked forward to like a lot of you list makers do they looked forward to that opportunity to strike things off the list to cross them off so think about that when we get through all of the changes and things that you're doing your your accomplished things you want to accomplish uh, maybe it's building stamina that type of thing it's great to put some verbal acclamations in there hey this is the thing we wanted to do here's what i had on our agenda this is what we accomplished let them hear that you see it's getting done let them know that you are acknowledging the work they're doing and this is where you pump them up this is where you cheerlead this is where you get excited 
or in the negative, this is where you say, hey guys, we're really getting, we're really getting bogged down in this section. We're really having problems here. And you may have to say to them at some point, if you're getting bogged down, you say, you know what, we're going to move away from this. We're going to move away from this and we're going to go on to the next thing on our agenda. And we'll either save that for another rehearsal or maybe if we have time, we'll come back to it. So they can also feel that pacing is important to you. And if it's something's not working, sometimes something's not working and you've got to let that go. That's a very important concept is to be Um, I hate to use the word transparent, but to be very honest with your students. When you just don't feel it, when you don't like what's happening, you let them know and you show them that you can move on, that their, um, their worth and their success never depends on any one specific item in any given day's agenda, that you're looking at the big picture, which is kind of a nice way to get to the, the last third of your rehearsal, which is where you are, um, you're finishing up, you're summarizing, you're doing extra runs. I really encourage you to do, um, I'm going to call them capstone runs of your dance at the end of a rehearsal. It's like putting the finishing touch on, uh, review what you've done, go through it again, let them run it, let them cheer. And as a motivational tool, if you want to utilize this, depending on your situation, it's a great idea if you have two or three students that you think did an outstanding job during rehearsal. A lot of you have your um, spotlight person of the day or your whatever team member of the day. Besides just announcing them, you might consider allowing them to step out and watch the final run of the day or the second to last run of the day because our students love to see what the product looks like. They get so caught up in what they're doing um, that they may not realize what the big picture is. And I say that you also think about doing this as a live thing and not a video review because we all know that the video camera doesn't show the energy, doesn't show the impact. It, it uh, Someone with a camera shows us what we're supposed to focus on. So allowing your feature students, not necessarily feature dancers, but the people who are your highlighters in the day, an opportunity to step out as a reward and see the product that they're, they're part of creating is a very effective motivational tool for students. You may not do it every single day, you may do it every couple of days, but it's a great way to do that. And if you have time, that would be a wonderful time to allow those students to tell their teammates what they saw and what they liked and what they thought was really improving. It gives them a different level of ownership. It gives them a different sense of buy-in. And that's another conversation and topic that we're going to talk about is knowing your personnel, knowing how to utilize all of your personnel and bring them into um, the management and the uh, motivation of your team towards their given achievement list, goals, however you want to think about it. So that'll be our topic next week. Uh, This one was a very quick and easy topic, but I wanted you to focus on it. So to review, just like I said, I want you to think about looking at a daily plan, making it visible to your students. Certainly you can spend some time doing a lot of detail planning on your own. Um, One of the highlights of this conversation is what you add to warm up or modify during a warm up to achieve your director vision, your coach vision for your team what you want them to do. Talking about success measurement or success criteria, know what success is going to look like for your rehearsal. Be sure you are communicating that to yourself and to your students. Finally, use that 4-2 balance 
think of four things you must accomplish and two if time permits. And then when you get to the end of the day, find a way to summarize, put a capstone on the event, put that extra uh, excitement at the end of the rehearsal that gives your students a sense of well well done, good friends, well done team, um, and give them those compliments. Remembering last week that we also talked about changing your words. Would you come up with a crazy way to tell them that they've made an excellent advancement towards the uh, ultimate achievement of their goals? Crazy words, big words, different words really register in their ears differently than, okay, we're done and we're leaving rehearsal. So I hope these things are helpful to you. I want to remind you that uh, as we go through the contest season for my Texas friends, I'm going to be focusing on uh, rehearsal and preparation. When I think about a day in the life of a dance team director, especially this time of year in the months of January, February, I think about how much time, energy, and commitment you have to making those very short feeling rehearsals packed with the best information, the best experiences for your students, both when they are developing technical skills, when they're feeling the camaraderie of team team membership. I want you to do what you can to uh, make your time in those rehearsals feel better. So if I've gotten any um, new ideas in your head, don't try to do everything at once. Put one or two into action. I hope that it leads you to the success that you are hoping to experience so that you enjoy being a dance team director just as much as I did. If there's something we really have talked about that resonates with you or has worked for you, don't don't shy away from taking the opportunity to put that on social media. Share it with us because we love having a, a community of thinking dancers. We can think it through and see our students dance it out. We are really achieving at the highest levels. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. This has been Angelo with Danceable Thought.